Are you a boy or are you a girl? Is it a girl? Well, somehow we've ended up for two for two and the four comas we've covered being about gender. So join me, XX and XYs, for another episode of That Time. I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually, most of them are trash, but some of them weren't, a.k.a. The Trash Manga Friends Podcast, episode 72. Enough with this slow life. I was reincarnated as a trash manga and now I'm bored. Today's episode is sponsored by Seven Electabuzz. You know by now, 70 plus episodes in, what this is all about. You can say it with me. It's the show where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga, flipping the skirt on what's good, what's bad, and what's trash. I am your forever host, Unaware Sean, joined by Unmindful Mike and Unconscious Phil. How are ye both? I would argue those two titles should have been the other way around. <laughs> wow, you're calling Phil Unmindful. I'm calling myself unconscious, is really what I was doing, but you know what? Actually, yeah. to be fair, today, I feel I am unconscious. <laughs> what, me and I tied. <laughs> Happy 2023! Oh, is this the first Happy episode new of year. This, this is the new year episode. This is the no. new year episode. Definitely not 2022. Definitely not. We definitely, definitely not filming... just December. No, this is, we're filming this live as, as usual. Yeah. Going out to you live. Whenever you're listening to it, that's live. I'm, I'm back Never in Wales. It. It's great. It's, it is great. Thank you. Wales is always great, even if... I haven't checked the World Cup results, but I'm pretty sure we've crashed and burned. Ow. Think. I know nothing about football, so I do forgive the very ignorant question, but I, I was not aware that we participated separately in the United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah yes. technically we're all separate countries. Yeah. The United Kingdom on the fact it was the England team. Honestly, and this is going to sound very ignorant, I, I thought we didn't send a Scottish and Welsh and Northern Irish team. Do you not remember, and the answer would be no, <laughs> that in, it wasn't the most recent Euro, but the one before that, I believe, where Wales equaled at the time England's best performance? No. No, because that was a big, <laughs> that was a thing. Suddenly it was like, wait, where, where did Wales come from? What? I have no hate for the Welsh people. I do think, think they're lovely. That's good. One's hosting. Uh, yes, but <laughs> I do think that myself and the rest of the world has very little shits to give about anything that happens to Wales. No, no, that's not correct. Uh, the rest, the rest of the world has no idea that we exist. <laughs> you are <Not> inaccurate. <laughs> you are England's obscure Canada. Yeah, in some not ways, like even. you start, you start asking Americans to start naming what are the countries in like Britain, and they'll be like, "What? Uh, England? <laughs> What's Britain? <laughs> <laughs> England? Oh, right, yeah, Scotland and Ireland, maybe." <sighs> like, no, <laughs> everything about that statement is wrong. <laughs> I was about to say it's always Ireland as well. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not Northern no. Ireland. It's not Northern or Republic. Republic which of also isn't part of the yes, one of not. the two. But no, both of them, sorry not part of great britain or united kingdom but. it is not it is part of well yes the whole island isn't but the northern part is part of the united kingdom yes but not part of great britain just to be really confusing and anal it's because great britain is the island great britain is the main bit yes it's the so, island of scotland england wales yeah that's why it's the united kingdom of great britain and northern ireland Man, with opening like this, you'd think we were doing Hetalia or something. Should we review Hetalia? Do you really want to do that? 
No. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> level with you here. I've read the first volume of Italia. I don't think it's interesting enough to do for this show. <laughs> Ooh, savage. Also, maybe if it was ten years ago and Italia was relevant. But... <laughs> oh, the double savage. It's not bit. I is it? Italia stands. Get him. Like, put it this way. Like, I fucking love Harui, but I'm also painfully aware Harui hasn't been relevant in many years. Hey, hey, now there was a film not that long ago, was it? The film was, I want to say, 2012, but it might have been 2010. The new book came out last year or this oh, year. That might be what I'm thinking. But maybe. the film was fucking ages ago, mate. Oh, 2010. Just like, oh, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it was. Yeah, it was. It's like uh, over a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. It's like those memes you see now, where it's like, "What do you think?" Insert X Y Z was twenty years ago. What it actually was twenty years ago, and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, god, those things. Yeah, that is. It's like here's what you think Zelda was twenty years ago, and it's like linked to the past. And it's like here what it actually was, and it's Wind Waker, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. Where's my walking stick? But I, I like the memes where people say people who were born in 2012 are 22 now. Just think about that for a minute. It's like, <laughs> what? You, you, you like the ones where someone has clearly just flunked out of the education system. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's the term? Uh, confidently wrong. <laughs> yeah. Confidently wrong, I think, is the, uh, the term I, I like to think about. Well, are we... Are we ready? Because it's time for a new year, of course, means a new anime tie-in. The winter season of anime is upon us. So we have been covering Tomo-chan is a girl, aka Tomo-chan wa Onanoko. This is a rom-com manga that ran from April 2015 to July 2019. Uh, originally as a Twitter comic before it got published in a book format across eight volumes. Written and drawn by Fumita Yanagida. They have done some other works, but this is by far their most notable one. This has been licensed by Seven Seas, who have done all volumes of this. And uh, as I mentioned, it's the anime tie-in. So there will be an anime airing this season, uh, being done by Leidus. And Crunchyroll have announced that they're going to be streaming it. So you'll be able to check it out on their site. This is also the winner of the 2016 Next Manga Award for Web Manga. Uh, other alumni of that award are Spikes Family and Kaiju Number no. Eight, the Shonen Jump Plus mega hits. So it's got some illustrious company there. But what is it all about, Phil? Tell us about the world of Tomochan. Oh man, that, that, I mean, no, that is half of it. Kind of. Sure. Yeah. C- kind of. I guess. So Tomochan is all about the titular Tomochan, a rather tomboyish girl who is in love with her childhood friend Jun, who unfortunately just sees her as one of the guys. And as Sean said, it is a slice of life rom commy thing about Tomo trying to fix that. Yeah. Now now Phil. Yeah. Before before we begin the episode proper, we've done right. a whole bunch of rom-coms slash slice of lifeies and even the Forco before. So what do you think the outcome's going to be of this episode, what me and Mike are going to think before we dive into it? What, well, I think Mike's going to hate it. Right. You're borderline, but I think probably a miss. Okay. 
Right, Mike, there you go. I, I, I think I think you could go either way. Oh, I mean, I... I mean, I mean, you can. I do, <laughs> but, you know, that's not here nor there. Uh, I can tell you what this is, and it's a fucking breakthrough right. arch environments right. and snow. It's oh, It goes on so long. <laughs> so long. I mean, it doesn't, to be clear. It's, it's so long. It, it, it was two volumes. It's it so, about the same as everything. I'll else have you know, it was about two hundred and forty chapters. Two hundred and forty pages. One night. <laughs> they are listed Ish. as chapters, and it felt like it. <laughs> it is a four-chromo. I both agree and disagree because, on the one hand, technically there's probably less here than we usually read at two hundred and forty pages. Generally, two volumes no. might go probe you around three hundred-ish. But uh, on the other hand, yes, when everything's a chapter and everything's like a page of a four coma, so there's a lot of dialogue per page. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, it took so long to get through this, and it shouldn't have. And it's not like you can, like, it's not like there's even like action scenes or anything, like any kind of like That's wordless action. Oh, no, um... not really. Like, there's, no, there's no points where it's just like, those are some pictures. Nice. Let's. Keep the flow going. Like, no, it's always just just talking, talking, talking. Because every talking. page has to be its own strip, as its own chapter. I, oh, I understand. It's the format. I do. It's just oh, it goes on for so long. I I, I fully agree. Regardless of opinions on the quality of the series, like the format we do this show, where you have to power through two volumes worth of four coma in probably like an hour or two. It's rough. I mean, you, it's you a rough. Don't have week. to power through it in an hour or two. You... I mean, technically, yes, we've got a week to do it, but when do any of us you've spend? Got as long as it takes between recording episodes. Usually, a week for us. The point is, like, so this, as I mentioned, is a Twitter comic. If it was in the format of a strip goes up a day, say every weekday, yes, that would probably be yeah, a nice, enjoyable way to consume it, like a web comic style. When you're you've got two volumes, let's get to it. It oh, <laughs> it weighs. <laughs> yes, but to be fair. This was a similar problem we had with the last four coma as well. Uh, Maiden in love with the Maiden boy. So was that the last four coma we did? That was the only other four coma we did. Ah, we should fix that at some point. I mean, we are right now with this one. I'm, I mean, fix it even more. So. Uh oh. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, are you though? No, I, I mean, mean, no. You, you but... know what else is a four coma we could do, Phil? Right. Chaos. That is true. That that is a four coma, and we could do that. I can hear the hate in his silence. You, you can. <laughs> this is a physical capability that we have. I also have physical capabilities that I will inflict upon Phil if he suggests you have it. have physical point. capabilities? <laughs> Some, and they are all spite-driven, so careful. Uh, trust me, <laughs> it wouldn't yourself. be Phil suggesting Kaon. But, uh, <laughs> no, as the man who owns all of Kaon, it might be me. So... <laughs> Technically speaking, Phil gets to choose what we read on a week-to-week basis. Mostly. Fortnite. Mostly. I, did... <laughs> I feel like the veil has truly fallen on this one. We record these ahead of time, and usually no, no, live, once Mike. a week. This is coming into their ears, live. No it's editing. totally live, except all those times when we've told them that we record this on a weekly basis, much like right now. Do you feel maybe we should discuss the manga at some point? Fuck no! <laughs> this thing is boring! 
It hurts Why is me. it boring, Mike? Why do you find this one boring? Nothing explodes. It's, there's no... There's no Kamehameha. Like, there's no plot in Mock of the Week either, and that's a comedy. <laughs> Mike just wanting everything to be a Michael Bay film. <laughs> is that so much to ask, really? I, kind of. <laughs> just a little bit, maybe. For a four coma, especially, like a four coma is like the last place you're going to get intense <laughs> shown in action. <laughs> yes, I am very aware this is a rom com. It is supposed to be more realistic, quote unquote, subtle. I mean, I would say I would say this is pretty realistic for the most part. This is very sure. much. This is a real world. This is a real school scenario. Like everything here could pretty feasibly happen pretty much sure because the whole core concept is childhood friends want to get together he sees her as one of the lads because she's a bit tomboyish which is pretty much the central theme of this whole thing later on they do bring in other people and their love lives and potential relationships and stuff but fundamentally it focuses around these two people yeah, for the most of the two first two volumes we read, it focuses on the two lead characters. One is the titular Tomo-chan, who is the tomboy girl, and then uh, I won't bother with the part the other guy's full name because it's a mouthful. John. But John, John is the uh, one, and he is the guy who is kind of oblivious, but also then weirdly not at times. Not, not even kind of like. Su okay, super oblivious some of the time, and then super perceptive at other like, times. <laughs> you, we were saying, oh yes, it's super. Say, like you know, really realistic, could totally happen. I agree with all of that up until you get to Jun. He is uh, people love is blind <sighs> is the same for a reason. No, I get that, but also like the degree to which he is just like, oh wait, yeah, you're a girl. Every so often, it's like, my dude. Yeah, there are definitely like I think one of the big ones for that is like he likes to like oh I'll just like sling my hand around your shoulder and like pull you in to oh look at this cool thing I found on the internet, etc. And then when she does it to him at one point, he's like, Whoa, what the what the fuck are you doing? Like you listen to me all the time, like, oh yeah. Well, I th I Can think, you not? I think the <laughs> what? one that got me was in one of the comic strips, you see them just sat talking and John's talking about how one of his nondescript guy friends who told him like oh yeah this guy was telling me how hard it is to get off his girlfriend's bra and tom is like well i wouldn't know i wear a sports bra and he's like oh yeah you're a girl you wear bras right yeah Heel, like, in mm. mild defense of that i think that's within the first 10 strips so they're still trying to very much <laughs> yes of he is like I, I understand. Who does not realize she I is understand it's played up a bit for the lulls, but also, oof, oof, <laughs> just like the, there's being oblivious, and then there's that. Yeah, like everyone assumes that these two people are in a relationship, but realistically, they act more like brothers or brother and sister than they do romantic interests at all. Uh, I don't think I'd necessarily say that. Besties for sure, I would say. They're very clear. Like, yeah, they, they get al they get along really well. Yeah. I mean, to the point of where we have repeatedly made the point that 
not quite this bad necessarily, but essentially, like, when one of them isn't with the other, they're like, where's Name? Oh, I feel sad because Name isn't around. When will Name come back, etc.? I don't think I noticed that, but... I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a whole bit where they talk about how depressed Jun was because Tomo didn't happen to be around at some point, or they weren't hanging out. Uh, yes, yeah, she was upset at him because he... Yeah. Because there are times where one or the other is feuding, and then, yeah, they're like, no, all I want to do is spend all my free time with them, and to the point where one of the, where Thomas says, let's hang out at the weekend, and he's like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> to be fair, it's it's not usually one or the other is feuding, it's she, she's mad at him because he's being a dumbass, and not realised, I can't even remember half of them, but like... He's he's done a thing not realizing. Wait, that's kind of not cool. She's a girl. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And then she gets mad, and he's like, "But why is she so mad?" It's to the point where, like, if one of them dares to have, make another friend outside of a uh, Gundo, who we'll get to in a bit, then it's like, "Whoa, did, what are you doing that for? Steady on. I'm all you need. <laughs> Don't need other friends." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John is a little possessive, in a way. I mean, both of them to some regard, because Tomo has a similar thing when he's uh, hanging out with uh, another girl character, Carol. And it's like, we're... Yes. Had, like, we get a bit where like, we've been running around the entire school trying to find where they were hiding. Look, they're, they're, they're both clearly madly in love, and they don't quite able seem able to perceive that. Jun especially. Well, Which, no. yeah, she, yeah. she can perceive that, because literally first page is her confessing to him and he just takes that as like uh, of course i love you too man you're my best bro and it's like nah nah for, for, for friends <laughs> like yeah kind of <laughs> yeah like i believe that these are people who do have feelings for each other but your standard don't want to ruin potentially ruin the relationship if the other one doesn't feel that way and that usual gambit. I don't, of good I don't think it's that. Even nervous, they don't want to do that. Just shit like whatever. Oh, Tomo wears something slightly more girly, and Jun just Jun <laughs> stops working. <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like when he just suddenly realizes she's a girl in those moments, where it's uh, like he'll do a, they'll have an argument. He'll grab their shirt to pull him in. Like, oh, you want to fight about it? And then like, oh wait, there's boobs there. And then she's like, no, I want to fucking fight. And he's like, I'm nervous now. Oh, no. So I think that was why they had a bath for a couple of days. Yeah, as you say, like, he went and grabbed a shirt and she's like, wait, dude, dude, no, no. Like, gonna rip a shirt off or whatever, effectively. Mm -hmm. And then when he won't stop, she gets really pissed off and beats him the fuck up. And he's like, but why is she mad at me? And it's like, because you were about to, like, Stripper in public, disrobe her in public. I yeah. mean, yeah, Mike was like, "Oh, there's no action in this," but uh, John does get uppercutted a fair lot. By, uh... Yeah, yes. Like I was, I was being hyperbolic, facetious. facetious yes, because there is actually a lot of violence in this. So yeah, one one of the big things is we find out Tomo's dad runs a dojo. Both her and John go went to that dojo. They're both absolute speedheads. D yeah, they are they... adrenaline junkies. <laughs> yeah, they they yeah. are like good at it as well. Yeah, like no one can beat these people in a fight to the extent that Tomo went to the girls' karate club at school and was like 
no, no, you need to join the guys because you're just way too good at this. And then even in the guys' club, she's just top of the class. No, no one can beat her, pretty much. Even the captain's like, wow, how do I get as strong as you? That's the, they are both definitely presented as ultra-strong, because I think he, Jun, is like top of the dojo. Uh, he doesn't go to the school karate one, but I think he's pretty no, much he, top. He doesn't. Uh, but, of the dojo master. but to be fair, we find out the reason he doesn't go to the school one is because... Of silly nonsense. <laughs> a little possessive, because he's like, no, it's no fun if Tomo's not there, and it's not co-ed, and then later on he finds out, oh wait, she's actually in the boys' group. But he's, it's too late, because he's already said to her dad, who runs the home dojo, like, no, no, I will never join that weak club. I'll always come here for my training. Ah. Silly, stubborn, meathead, yes. Yes. And they're as bad as each other. Like, this is sort of... yeah. Well, it, yeah. It's sort of, like, posed as he's dumb and she's right she's most of the time. but... but yeah, she no, has... Tomo is also isn't... <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely as bad as each other, which, in a certain respect, kind of makes them perfect for each other, which I guess is actually kind of the point. Uh, like, yeah, they would yeah. work so well. That, that is, in fact, kind of the point. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, as you say, like they have all the same hobbies, they hang out, they get along for the most part. Mm, yeah, yep. They are very, very quick to want to throw fists at each other, which is very worrying. Oh, they do get the very handsy with each other. <laughs> Well, not like that. Not like last episode or whatever. Um, whatever you know, 69 was. You just need to give him a good fist in. <laughs> to the face. But, you know, to the face, semantics. yes. I mean, it doesn't really matter where you plant the fist. You just got to make sure they really, really stick it to them. Mm. Make sure they, you know, are bleeding by the end of it and they know what's up. <sighs> mm. Yeah, for, for the main, that is what this, this manga... And there's a coast of other characters which we'll get into, but for the main, it is very much about mini-arcs of, like, what skit are these two doing at the moment? What new yeah. peril are they trying to do? Like, when Tomo's trying to take him out somewhere more girly, like karaoke, or... Try, trying to go on a date, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, John is trying to get to know who... Misaki, who's the karate club captain we mentioned before. Just the whole whole bunch of like mini arcs but uh, that's not actual plot progression so mike will hate it <laughs> well you say there's other characters and i do agree with you these are there, are, there, other are, there are other characters i was gonna say if this is the fight you're gonna start I'll no fight. no i'm not starting this fight okay it's like there are other characters and they do have relevance like the story does focus on some of these other characters a bit more than it necessarily needs to i guess wow okay uh, I mean, no, they they had like Gundo, especially, who is essentially the third main character of the group, who is yes. like long term childhood friend with Tomo and uh, ex partner of Judd. Actually, they, they were all childhood friends. Yes, that's true. Yes, but uh, yeah, and she um is very much the uh the coup. Cu- no, not even coup deck. She don't really see Dere on her, but uh, yeah, she's like the uh dance puppets dance. I mean, she cares for both of them, but dance puppets dance. The equivalent of the friend from uh, uh, what was it recently? Another one, which is like, yes, we should get them together. Ha <laughs> uh, uh, right. uh, do, do you know what he's on about? I don't even know if he means from the show or from something he's watched. I've... Yes, that's narrowing down. Hold on, I'll just go live your life for thirty years. And I'll <laughs> let you know. Oh, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Either way, to be fair, I love that kind of character, so I think she's yeah, she's. Insane. 
sort of the, I think they call it the cool beauty archetype in a way. Very sort of, I'm not going to say emotionless, but sort of doesn't let her emotions show that much. And yeah, and like is is trying to help Tomo get with Jun in her own way that usually involves her having very much lots of amusement. Yes, lo- lots of laughs. And they get into wacky hijinks on the way. Yes, like, ah, let's let's have Tomo dress in this way because I want to see her dress in a girl. What's that? You want to you want Judd Seymour as a girl? Then uh, you know, just give yeah, me just, shorts just... and no, no, there in a skirt. Just... You want Jun to see you as a girl? Well, why don't you just bang him? It's like, oh no, but we we fight all the time. We fight all the time. It's like, no, no, wrong mm-hmm. banging. <laughs> oh, oh my. That's the thing. She does. She does also look out for them though. Like, I think there's another similar thing like that where someone like kids like asking, "Oh man, so what kind of like what what get like what are what are Tomo's strengths, Jun?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, no, she's got great legs and all that." And like, whoa, great, great leg tech. <laughs> Oh, and then Gundo has to be like, "Yeah, just, just so you know, he just, he just means she's got good legs. He doesn't. They're no, not. No, he, he, he means karate. He had no idea what you were talking about. He's a dumbass. <laughs> they're not going out. They're not fucking. Ah, oh, dear. That's kind of where the story ends. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there is, there is no real in ter- in Mike terms. There is no real story here. It's just yeah, there's, there's not no." Volume volume eight will end with presumably them kissing Fucking or something. Hardcore slamming each other. Hey, you're being optimistic there. Ooh. Hey, I like a I like to go out with a bang. Like you get you get Finley Vale allusions to that kind of stuff. Like I'm pretty sure uh, Tomo's parents make well his her mother at least makes jokes about that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, you're, ne- you're never going to have them be a, like a panel where they're both in bed with a cigarette. Like that's not happening. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of get the energy of, like, these two would rail the shit out of each other, but... Oh, I'm sure, maybe that's I'm sure just when me. it happens, then, you know, they'll go for broke. It will not be kind. We are both Olympians, essentially, and everyone knows what happens in the Olympics, so, uh... <laughs> that, is, that is a real thing, yes. Yes. I like the characters, Mike. I actually like the characters. This is the point I was going to make earlier, right. and then just forgot. Uh, I actually like these characters. Blinded by rage. (laughs) Blinded by boredom. Uh, These characters (laughs) themselves are actually, like, well-made. Like, they all feel, even though some of them have the same characteristics, the main heroine and hero have the same characteristics, they do feel very, very unique. And visually, they're all very unique. And there's no... There's definitely no character blindness. No character blindness whatsoever. And you can tell where, like, because there's... core of like three four maybe five characters there's, there's three main characters and then yeah, yeah some other like at a push around yeah and you can tell what all of their individual motivations are and you can tell that they all want to interact differently in what little story we get the problem is it's just like there's no real growth here at all it's just talking and nothing is resolved over and over and I understand that's probably a symptom of the four coma format, where each page four comas needs... are comedy focused. So, well, it's just like the, each page or chapter has to effectively start, middle, conclude every single time. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of carryover between them, apart from the overarching idea that these two are 
going to get together, but are they, will they, won't they, etc. I mean, there are definitely, and I couldn't pin down an exact example here, but there are definitely times where it feels like you'll have like a mini arc where something will happen, and like, oh, now Tobo or John has taken this step forward in their relationship, but then later on, it's just as if they'd roll back because, you know, that wouldn't suit the joke we're trying to do for this chapter. So... Like, it's very much to its detriment. feel like they're in an infinite loop. <laughs> and I think that does contribute to this feeling like it's a really long time. Because, like, I, I'm not... I'm too lazy to do the math. It's pretty easy to do. But we read 240-ish chapters, four panels yep. each, maybe three like, word balloons per... Just say, oh, okay, you're going for like, word balloons, right? Well, word balloons per panel it's like that's a shit ton of reading and when that's reading three thousand word balloons is what you're saying yeah like and when that when that amount of reading is just constantly reversed and repeated it's just like oh we've done this or when they get in a situation that's different but very similar in theme to another chapter page mini arc whatever it's like we've done this why are we still doing this Undeniably, the characters are cute in those scenes, and like they're they're well made, and you can absolutely get on board with their struggle and stuff. But it's like we've done this, and yes, that's probably another symptom of the four coma format because how many times can you come up with something completely brand new to satisfy a complete arc within a page, and it's. It just makes the whole thing seem so drawn out, which just, in my opinion, takes away from it. Like you say that uh, you said earlier that the the if one one a week or one a day would be fine. I disagree. In fact, I would argue that this didn't need to be a four coma, and I understand that it started as a Twitter comic, as you said, which is why it's a four coma. But it, like, I feel like the thing they're tr- the story they're trying to tell, they don't succeed, but the story they're trying to tell, I feel like it goes beyond the bounds of what you can really do with a four coma because it tries to do these long term story arcs for lack of a better term what well, it does well no like it doesn't actually have like an actual plot arc what i mean is it's trying to evolve this relationship over a very long period of time which doesn't really lend itself well to the four coma format because each you I can't believe I'm saying this. You've seen way more story here than I have, because uh, yeah, like I'm, just I'm trying to be generous it's to just it. Just skits. That's why it's comedy focused because it's skits. It would no problem with the comedy. I actually, I think it's actually pretty funny throughout. Like the, the jokes are a little bland, but they're funny. So what you're saying is you like the characters, you find it funny, but what you really want is it to be a completely different series. No, what I really want is you want for them less to... of it. <laughs> I mean, I do want less of it, but. What I really want is them to either commit to one or the other. Make it a series of punchlines, which it isn't Which really. it is! <laughs> it's not really. It, or make I it a longer arcing story. Like, it kind of is, but it's not. Like, it definitely starts out like that. But then, even in just within what we read, it becomes clear that they're trying to evolve this relationship over a long period of time. And that means, by yes. definition, these things have to be more connected than they are but then yes with... they're trying to evolve it a long period of time but i think it's more just they're having to take baby steps because john is that dense rather than yeah like that's the impression i got it's like it's very much she's trying to make john realize no no i'm not just one of the guys i'm a girl I like i'm really sure like if the solution was just she like... took a top off in front of john and they dated then she'd do that 
much. You just want to get to that payoff, but that doesn't work on this boy. So I, I was going to say, he'd just be like, why the fuck are you taking your shirt off? Are we going to fight? <laughs> yeah, pro- honestly, probably. I just it, it feels like they tried to go for one, but did the other for me. Like They tried to go for a longer term arc of some kind, but what they ended up doing was four comas, and some of which are just repeats of others. My, my issue here is, and this is one I feel we come up against you a lot, Mike. Probably. Is this idea you're wanting the fucking plot resolved, like, immediately. No, I'm not asking for the whole plot to resolve. I'm asking for progression. And yes, this is the thing we come up against, because this is what you say every time. I mean, yeah, because you have this problem every time, but in the nicest way, and I feel, I, I'm interested then in you, okay, what is the in-between step from I want him to see me as a girl, and they're dating, because I don't think there's a lot of plot to progress there outside of and now they're dating. No, I agree with you. There's not a lot of plot there, but you can at least have character progression toward a goal. You can at least have them start to realize that these feelings are legitimate and things that do and don't work. And... I mean, you do get that. You do kind of see, sort of as Sean said, every so often you get things where John will kind of be like, hang on, actually, wait, she's not one of the guys. Like, why, why can't she? One of the bits of the series is uh, Misaki, the um, karate club captain again, when he actually yeah. starts hanging out with John because of his good listener aura. Jun starts opening up and we do realize that you know he's not Jun's not a complete moron he does appreciate the fact that Tomo is a girl and he has to do certain ways around it but also doesn't want to damage his friendship and all that all the way they are together. Like he he just can't he can't see her as a girl or he'll his brain can't cope so to speak yes see i i get what you're saying there and i agree with you those things are in there but the problem is they then reverse later on no, I agree with that as well. We go back to like zero, which means it's always like I was gonna say two steps forward, one step back, but it really feels like two step forwards, two steps back. It's it's uh. Groundhog Day. I I don't disagree with that. That you have feel like oh, this is the step forward, and then they're back to skits. Yeah, and in that regard, it's there's no progression here because you can't just progress and then regress and call it progression. It doesn't. It doesn't gel very well, and it really contributes, to me at least, to the whole feeling that this is just dragging on and on and on, because nothing feels like it's getting accomplished. I guess the difference here is, for me, it's like, well, it's it's a rom-com and it's a four-coma, it's never really, its goal isn't leaps of progression. Sure, but it has a long-term goal. The long-term goal is to get these two dating, which is a fine as a goal, absolutely fine, but... Then they refuse to try and progress towards it without then regressing because they want the thing to go on longer. And like when you think of when because that happens, comedy is the priority. I get that, but like when that happens, when they're so when they're so set on going forward and then backwards and forward and backwards, you can't. At least I can't help but think, why isn't this just a one shot? Then, like I get that they're trying to tell jokes over a long period of time, but then. Why have the long-term goal that you're clearly trying to work towards? It's just all of these things together, they make it sound, seem like it drags. And I've got no problem with um, four comas and comedy punchlines, etc. Like, yes, all good. But mixing the two together and then being afraid to progress towards it is 
It just makes it boring. Because, like, why would I invest when I know nothing's going to progress? I can enjoy the jokes, sure, but why would I invest in the characters? For, for the jokes. There you go. You, you, you enjoy it for the comedy. That's, that's why you read something like this, really. Maybe it's um, another problem with the two-volume format of the show, but reading all of this together, like you just see all the things together that make it drag, and that's a, it's a real shame, because while the comedy is not rolling around the floor laughing, comedy like i'm not i'm not dying and wheezing of laughter here it but it is fine and it is like it's it's clever in its own way i never went through and found something unfunny put it that way like again i'm not i'm also not one to read something and be like ah ha ha and they actually burst out laughing or anything but you know i was never like jesus christ this is bad yeah even times when they repeat the same punchline because the punchline quite often is we're talking about fucking. No, we're talking about fighting. A punchline is the premise, usually. D- yeah. But even when they do that, it doesn't feel recycled as such. It feels like an aspect of these characters. Like, I have nothing but praise for the character designs and the character writing and the actual humor within the bounds of this story. I think those are very, very good. It's just when you have to read it all together, oh man, does it drag. And that's my main issue here, really. For me, yes, it drags, but that but that was more from powering through two volumes of four comas in one go, rather as we mentioned, so much speech rather than So much speech. The story itself dragging. And because of the amount of speech, there's never like a time when you get to stop and appreciate the actually pretty competent art as well. Uh, you don't get a moment. Generally, to... Mike, you'd read the strip and go, "Yeah," and then you'd have a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You would like read the strip and like I'm done now and just move on with life. But like, if you're trying to present this as a ongoing series, whether it's a story arc or whatever, you know, the idea is it's an artistic platform. It's an artistic thing. Surely, you'd want something there to experience visually. And you just I mean, don't... To, to put it in context, I think a chapter, because this is split into chapters, is about 12 strips, 12 to 15 strips. Okay. And like those strips are just filled with text and a lot of it repeated. <laughs> well, not literally repeated, but repeated themes. That's the thing. On the one hand, yes. On the other hand, a textless four coma, it works on occasion, but you couldn't have the entire thing. You couldn't have regular... Yeah strips with no text on them i'm not asking for no text i'm just asking for i don't know more subtlety (laughs) i guess although with the characters they've created i I really i subtle is never a thing you're gonna get in this this series i don't know maybe i just hate slice of life (laughs) and that's it i mean you've got uh, one of the other characters who's carol alston who is uh essentially just if you've seen blonde very hyper pretty girl in anime before it's that also a total airhead as as is usual to the point where she'll literally just say statements like oh will you be my friend it's like yeah you're loaded sure and like hooray for being loaded it's just so on the nose <laughs> it's like it's like oh, i brought her along for fun it's like i'm being brought along like this is yes this character knows exactly who they are <laughs> as and we know who they are as a result <laughs> but yeah like i get this isn't meant to be subtle it is actually meant to be 
Very much the opposite, in fact. To be fair, that is the that is also tying to uh, we don't get very much of it here, but also what appears to be the kind of B plot that's going to be going on in Volume Three and Beyond of like the two side characters, Carol and Masaki, are engaged to each other, but uh, Masaki, the Karate Club captain, is like, yes, yes, she's my little sister. Yes, not actually, to be clear, this isn't Kiss Exorcist, but uh, yes, yes, she's she's my little sister. Yes, and it's like, can you fix that, <laughs> Kundo? Make him see me as a woman. It's like, ah, oh, symmetry between the main plot and the thing. We should do get a lot of time in this of like narrative symmetries. It's kind of a shame that that plot that you're talking about doesn't really kick in in the first two volumes of it. Yeah, it's right at the end of volume two that this really starts getting introduced. I was going to say, I don't think Carol gets introduced until somewhere in volume two. No, no, she's I in could volume be wrong, one. but. She's, she's not a big part of that point, but she does pop up a bit. Like, like, I know she pops up briefly to be like, here is this other girl that we're going to have Tom get jealous over for like two pages. Because I'm pretty sure the training arc is in volume one. Uh, tr- I say training arc, the selection of strips where she's training with John. Yes, the, the, the little, as I say, like two pages, she's there to make Tomo jealous until it's like, oh no. Anyway, I I like I like I like all the characters. I like Tanabe, I like Mifune, I like Ogawa. These are names Mike won't recognize, but I like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I I from what I do recognize of what you just said, yeah, I do agree with you. I don't think there's a bad or pointless character in this. Even the ones which are a bit dumber, like the uh, and and I mean dumber in the character sense rather than. I mean, speaking of characters, we, we get we get the forbidden door of anime and manga. We get parents. <laughs> you do get parents. <laughs> and again, you, you mentioned narrative symmetry earlier. Like, yep. yeah, there's, there's some big narrative symmetry right there. <laughs> because Tomo's mom is Tomo, and her dad is uh, afraid a of her. dream version of John, yeah. It's like... like <laughs> It's like we got married and now we just never see each other because he can't be in the same room as me without passing out. It is. Like, That's a real yeah. problem. Gy- gynophobia, again, <laughs> yeah. I think. Is that <laughs> the term? It's that that is like. the term, but I don't think that's. <laughs> they, they don't imply that's what's going on. They just say, no, he's just super duper shy. Like, <laughs> yeah. shyness to the extreme. It's just really problematic if you think about it too hard. It is, but. They're apparently okay with it. So. Apparently so. And as we alluded to earlier, her mum says, "Yeah, but like, damn, does he fuck good?" <laughs> you get you get him past that, and oh boy, because you would at one point go like, "So how did Tomo Tomo ever come to be?" And it's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> I I understand completely." <laughs> They're into some freaky business. I what? No, not that's that. That's what I got from that. They bang, Mike. Oh they my bang, god, they bang. They bang. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they do. Yeah, like... That's hot. <laughs> you, you see, Thomas' parents, they are parental. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's, let's be honest here, they're, they're in for four pages, something like. They're there for a chapter, I feel. Like, yeah, but the point is, they're not in it for... They're not a core part of the story, sure, but you know they're they're there enough to exist. They're, they're there enough to show, yes, yes, the parents exist. This is what they're like, and that's pretty much all you gain. You get a brief. This is how we met, and it's basically he was 
I want to say he was defending people from bullies. Yeah, I, yeah, he he was just a bit. I don't want to say aggressive. No, you could probably get away with saying aggressive in this thing. I mean, people are very. The point aggressive. is, he's not like hostile. I mean, I he's a dojo master. I feel you're allowed to say he's aggressive. Point is, like he's like, no, no, I'm going to help these people, and I'm just gonna strong arm whoever's being bad in this situation and. The mum basically had to come in and be like, "No, no, stop that! You're you're going over the top. You're going to kill someone. Please stop." And then it sort of implies she's kind of stronger than him, but it could also be he's, as we said, super duper shy and won't fight back. And you just see her dragging him away. Oh, the fun times! I was gonna say that's that's towards the end of volume two. To be fair, I thought the way they ended volume one was genius, even if it then doesn't really pay off that brilliantly at the start of Volume 2. Because the end of Volume 1 is just... Oh yeah, me like Gundo going like, oh yeah, me and John dated. Dun, dun, dun. No, it was John saying that. Whatever, whichever one. Either way, <laughs> Tomo's like, what the fuck? Because it has been presented that uh, John... He says, hey, I'm not, I don't think it's hate, but it has a strong distaste for Tomo, uh, not Tomo, uh, for Gundo. And Gundo isn't a fan, but also likes messing with them, so doesn't mind. She, she says she hates John because as we find out, they, they uh, dated the, for a whole three days. I don't think they hate, but I do think they're not, they're not <laughs> yes. each other's biggest fan. <laughs> but yes, that's, that's the reveal at the end of Volume 1, and sadly it doesn't pay off brilliantly in Volume 2, because yeah, it's mostly just, yeah, we dated for three days and it didn't work out the end. Because John was like, hey, let's go on a date, and then proceeded to go on a bike ride first. Let's go biking. Like, yeah, sure. And then six miles or something stupid. Do a I marathon think it was. on the bike, yeah. Yeah. Like 50 kilometers, I don't know. And then be like, it's not going to work, Gundo. It's like, how dare yeah. you split up with me before I split up with you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's nice. Because you'd like, obviously, all through volume one, what does he say? They don't come across as actively hating each other as such but it's like the way they interact is very much like they don't get along as such yeah i mean one of the things i do like about gundo is yes she can be an ass but she's also somewhat self-aware of that and she allows herself to get her own comeuppance at times like Mm. she allows i think john to like flick her on the head multiple times or knock her hairband off at one point i think she pretty much openly says at one point like like yeah i kind of being a bit of a shit here so let's fess up to that so because yeah. she hates childishness so like that's the thing like she can be a, she can be manipulative and all that but she's also aware and she knows when she goes over the line and like yeah like okay, I yeah have to have my comeuppance here when when she pushes things too far and someone yeah calls her out or punishes her she's like mm, yeah okay fine there and i think that sort of works out nicely when you get carol introduced as well because then you sort of have the balance between the two characters sort of play off each other a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I feel everyone in this manga has great chemistry with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I have no problem believing that they're friends at all. They, they do a good job of that. Cowl's loaded, and Gundo's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <come> in handy. <laughs> I mean, yes, that does. that is how it starts, but I do get the feeling that there are actually friends as well. It's not like oh yeah, you're only around for this reason. Yeah, that's while I don't think she would ever admit as such. Gundo 
obviously wouldn't use someone just for their money. No. But, you know, she would certainly imply she would. That's the kind of person she is. He's like, eh, doesn't hurt. It's like money, you say. But then I he like likes money. a bunch of dumb kids. How old are these people supposed to be? Um, um, I'm going to guess high school, so probably 15, 16. So they say high school. I don't think they give an exact age or year, so... Okay. Yeah, 16, 16 to 18, depending on... Yeah, I, I would have put them, based on the art, I would have put them a bit older. That's, but... Well, that's the Karate Club captain, I think they call Senpai a lot, so he must be in a higher year. So And high school's three years, I believe. So yeah, I would assume sophomores or fresh... No. Juniors. Juniors, there we go. Yeah. Either, I, first or second year, that's what I would assume. No, yeah, so 16, 17. I guess with that in mind, the age yeah, where they want to start fucking. <laughs> I guess with that in mind, it does. Uh, their behavior does somewhat track. Uh, like, it just goes to show these people are actually really well written as well. They, they are in fact people. They are. They do in fact feel like people. And with with a tiny bit of absurdity aside, which you can allow for comedy purposes, this does feel like a very real situation. It does feel like. These people don't know how to get together, pretty much. Don't really know if they want to either. It's like, it makes sense. I mean, I don't know if it's they don't know if they want to. I get the sense they'd both be perfectly game for it if that's how it works. Yeah. We'll say, like, Tomo is, say, opening Tomo pages. Tomo actively being like, yes. Jun could be brought around to it. I was going to say, it wouldn't be hard to bring around to it. No, that's the whole point of the manga. But that's I feel like once he's in, he's in. So to speak. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I wasn't gonna on this occasion, but uh, uh, goddamn lewd, the both of you. Still scraping the bottom of the barrel for once. Oh, believe me, it's not just the one. <laughs> Here's, so one of my main issues with this is right, right. Well, we could just stop talking about it right now. We're I mean, basically this is true of done. Like you, you could just stop talking about things. No, like with uh, some stuff, we will get to this point of the podcast and we're just like yeah there's like a bunch of other stuff we got left to discuss there's not really anything left to discuss in terms of the actual story or anything that's worth discussing it's kind of just a daily life which i guess life of life i understand but there's just it nothing is accomplished here there's no movement or progression and it just makes it very very difficult to think of oh yeah and another thing i want to talk about like, granted, you did actually bring up some decent story beats there. The whole reveal that they were dating at one point and it didn't go so well and it didn't end the way you thought it would. And I mean, the thing fine. is, there are, like, so, as I mentioned, this thing is in, like, mini arcs, mini chapters, and there are bits that happen. Like, there's a bullying chapter at the end where they just beat up the bully and that's the end of that. That's the thing. It's not that there is no plot, but it's also that. There's nothing too much to dissect, I guess, in the format that this show normally would. It's just not a lot to, like, cling on to in the long term either. Like, I don't come out of this thinking, man, I can't wait to see what these crazy kids get up to next. Because I know, I know ultimately it's got no, there's no stakes involved here, really. Like, worst thing that could happen is she asks him out or one of them asks the other out and they say no. But I then mean, that, that was page one. But yeah, like, but ultimately, I believe that even if it comes down to that, 
like even if it's a big emotional moment for the series, it could just carry on right afterwards. Like they could do like this huge emotional thing in the very next chapter and it could be soul crushing and powerful and then the chapter after that is just oh we're fine now because that's the kind of thing this manga does i mean i feel if it did go for something actually big that might progress it but i don't think there's anything actually massive of progressing wise yes it's not a high stake no it's very low stakes no as i say it could have become high stakes in the bullying bit at the end but then no they just they just beat the snot out of them yes which is the joke and i get that Oh, sure, fine. And again, that's not really what this series is about. I don't think the series wants to get into that kind of serious territory. So fair enough, yes. It's like, oh, no, there's a bully. And then Tomo beats him up. And then Jun. And he's like, right, we're going to fucking get her, lads. And then Jun beats them all up. <laughs> and then it's like they murder someone by accident. They go through a lengthy trial process. And one of them ends up going to jail. And No, no. What happens is the classic joke of, so how did you get so beat up? I fell. <laughs> Yeah, like, where they're, like, clearly been beaten to within an inch of their lives. That was the yeah. stairs, man. The yeah. stairs. <laughs> Warned you about those stairs, bro. <laughs> Told you about stairs. Yes, I, I agree. There, there is not much narrative to discuss, but that's because it is a primarily comedy-focused series, and you that can is fine. absolutely have comedy and narrative. In fact, there is not sure. that I can actually mention any right now, but there right, is right. probably tons that do it. I mean, we've done a bunch on this very show, Mike. Oh, that doesn't mean they've done it well if they're on this show. (laughs) I mean, saying they did it well was not a prerequisite for this argument. Okay, well, I'm making it one now, a post-requisite, if you will. (laughs) Right. Like, you can absolutely do a comedy series with an overarching plot that does it well and has actual development. No, (laughs) not like that. Like Call of the no, not like that. That's also not a comedy. Like I Hayati the Combat Butler. That was just crap. <laughs> You're just crap. So wow, that's face. one of Phil's favourites. I know. <laughs> also, you know, pretty well regarded for its comedy. You're pretty well regarded for your comedy. Also, no, he won't you. remember what Hayati the Combat Butler was, Phil. I would hope oh, he would I... remember. No, he, he like, cycled. like He, he did cycle. Like 100 kilometres in an hour or something, but then he stay below that. the speed limit. No, I remember. Yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you. Some brain we cells still with BFFs that. with the mafia after being sold to them and running away. I don't know. There yeah. was parents in it very briefly, kind of. <laughs> they, they, they were. They're, mentioned. The, they're the worst part. They, <laughs> they were, were the problem begins. <laughs> Point is, yes, I remember Heate, so I have perfect authority to say it's terrible. Don't read it. You had Izaki Chan. Oh, that one I don't remember. Sugoi Dekai. We literally did that like not long ago. Sugoi Dekai. Why do you think the amount of time <laughs> it was ago has any bearing on whether or not I remember it? The, the mint ice cream rant. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> to be fair, that one doesn't have plot. I would argue that one does not have plot. Yeah, that also doesn't have plot, yes. Like, it doesn't really start with a plot and it doesn't really finish with a plot, that one. <laughs> well, I think it has more plot than some of those examples you've given. I don't right, think right. this has enough plot to carry it forward. And from what you tell me, it does get it later on. It's just a real shame that they didn't try earlier. And I'm assuming... I mean, I can't speak for if it gets any plot later on. That's purely in Phil's domain. Yeah, well, I- uh, I'm assuming no that. Well, I- I'm assuming that the reason it starts this way is because it started as a Twitter comic, a red web comic, and it really was meant to be read on like a daily or a weekly basis. Just one you quick joke and you're like... done. 
three times a week or something, probably. Yeah. So it was like a just like a quick one and done, and then you move on with life. But when you read them all next to each other like this, it's like there's really no progression here that comes to the level of there being a plot that you can cling to. But the thing is, Mike, because we've I'm now I'm thinking about the past more because we've done one that isn't a four coma that had similar problems of no plot, which would be like, oh, I've forgotten the name. Phil no, it was an anime tie and It's the one, the, the very nice herbivore guy. Herbivore. Just, just very, very happy, wholesome relationship. Shikamori. Shikamori, yeah, I remember that one. Because that could also be a four coma, but it's not. That's an actual thing, and that just, that died a death. Like, me and you both actually agreed on that, that I was just dying a death. Well, yeah, that's because I feel that's what you're going to transform this into if we follow your advice. Entirely possible, because (laughs) I'm also saying this with the understanding that you'd do it with any kind of skill and capability to do that. I guess I just don't see where the magical plot is that you want to happen. I mean, that's kind of my problem here. I guess this is kind of a microcosm of all of my issues with <laughs> with slice yeah, of life this is the issue we run into every slice of life it's and yet you keep making me read them it's a series goes here is our plot and Mike it's not goes, just Why slice of it life resolved? mike just wants all the plot all the time he just wants no, the I, ev- I maintain don't, don't deny this i maintain i How don't many series have we done not even rom-coms or slice of life where you want Massive plot progression. That's ne- you want the series to end within. The I do not volume. want the series to end. It really does come across sometimes. <laughs> you're just like, why don't they just fucking turn the series over, Mike? I that agree. That end. I said that exactly one time, and it was on episode sixty-nine. It's like just <laughs> well, fuck yes, already. Yes. yes, and again, I maintain that would be the end of the series. Just fuck already. Very much applies to that series. But, like, no, for the most part, I actually like these characters. I want to see them grow and thrive, and you just don't get it here. You, you don't, and it's frustrating to read because there's no growth or change or development. Oh, yeah. Well. That's, that's my main issue. Well, there you go. Uh, art's nice, though. Like the art. Art, art's a, it's all right. Too bad it doesn't get a chance to breathe all that much because of all the text, but... That's true, and also nature of four coma means it's never going to be like yeah. detailed mass it's not going to be say like when we did killing me killing you where you get some like full page beautiful shot spreads no it's yeah you occasionally get sort of like some shots that or some characters i suppose where it sort of spreads across a couple of panels maybe like sort of breaks out of the boxes but yeah, like few and far yeah. between it's like the art is fine but i also appreciate four coma means it's never going to become you're never going to get a solo leveling style Holy shit. No, no. To be fair, so loving was also a long strip format, so it doesn't really have as daft as it sounds pages to worry about. Sure, but the point is like you're never gonna get a massive major artistic moments in a four coma just because it's a four coma. Yeah. I mean you do get sort of your bonus pages, your in betweens, which obviously aren't restricted to your four comas, so you get nice big full character shots with a nice little bit of detail in them. I mean, but, you know, again, because of the format, you you do get good expressions, though. Characters are all very expressive and their designs always perfectly match their personality, so... Yeah. In that regard, art and plot, perfect perfect synergy, not symmetry, synergy. Synergy, yeah. Good word, good word. Good word. Synergistic hyperbolia. Um, I don't know if that's real, 
I know the first word is, and then you said hyperbolia. It sounds smart, so I so said it's it. it's not real. Okay. You're not real. You were trying to, you were thinking hyperbolic and then going, that doesn't work. No, I just wanted it to sound smart. You just wanted to sound smart, but weren't. Well, I hadn't right. said anything in a while, so I wanted to say something. That's not a parallel for this show. Then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> One of them hasn't said anything in a while and then says something <laughs> dumb. Move on. Ah, oh, dear. Well, mo- moving on then. Is there anything else anyone wanted to bring up on this? No. <laughs> it's like, I maintain, could have just stopped talking about it an hour ago. <laughs> well, then, Mike, I'll give you your outs. You know how these things end. We ask three very specific questions for me and Mike, and then three slightly different questions for Phil. So take it away, Mike. Will you be reading the remaining six volumes of this? Will you be buying them from Seven Seas? Will you be watching the anime adaptation airing on Crunchyroll? Ultimately, this comes down to an issue we've encountered before, and we'll probably encounter again, which is the format of the show definitely ruins what's here a little bit. Reading them one at a time, as and when they're released, or maybe one a day at most, it, that would probably improve my feelings on this quite a lot more. It would certainly take some of the drag out of it. It would certainly make it feel less slow-paced and less like it regresses a lot. Less of a chore as well. Yeah, it's just, just less, less difficult of a read, even though it's at no point actually difficult to read. It's actually written very well. So because of the format of this show, I can't rightly say this, that this is the ideal way to read it. So it kind of doesn't make sense for me to say that I would buy it in like any kind of physical or digital format. Because that sort of comes with it, the implication that you're meant to read it all at once. And you're really not. In terms of actually reading more, honestly, I wouldn't be against it. I would need a pretty big break. And then I could go to reading this one or two strips at a time. Like maybe three of them feeling fancy. Until I'm caught up and I wouldn't feel bad for it. I like the characters. I, I like the scenarios that they're in, even if they are a bit repeated. And I like the art for what we get. It is a genuinely enjoyable experience on an individual chapter basis. It's just, man, when you put it all together, you start to see the cracks forming a bit more. Where it's just like, it just can't seem to hold down anything long term. And if you can't do that, then why are you reading this gigantically long story? At least, again, my opinion. So... While I would not buy this, I would potentially read it. And yeah, I would potentially watch an animated version of it because I think if you can, assuming this is assuming the animated version sticks to the four coma format, like kind of format, but like, like as in like shorts <laughs> rather than. Oh, as in manga dio style, right? Yeah. Rather than like these 30, 40 minute episodes or whatever. Assuming it tries to stay faithful to that. 30, 40 minutes. Christ, what anime, anime have you been watching? 30, 40 minute animes, clearly. But yeah, my point is, as long as it tries to say, stay short and sweet, then yeah, I could actually see this being a good watch. Again, as long as you don't watch too much of it at the same time. So don't binge it, but do watch it, I think. Wow, that, I mean, more positive than I was expecting. I don't know about you. Phil. Me too, honestly. I'm honestly, considering the way he was talking, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I was expecting a dear God, no. Burn it with fire. And... Are we breaking him down? Is he finally accepting rom-com slice of life series after so uh, I don't know. I am accepting that while I may not like something as a like a format, not a format, as a genre, I do I do see the benefits in it. And I've always said if it's a good one, then I'll quite happily enjoy it. But it has to be good. And this is probably the closest we've had to because you're not style. happily enjoying this, Mike. Yeah, like happily enjoying it's a bit much, yeah. Begrudgingly begrudging enjoyment. Let's let's end with that. <laughs> well like, begrudging enjoyment of this. Well, hot damn. As for me, I think Phil said that he thought I was gonna be a miss and wrong. I like the characters, like they all kind of play off with each other well, good high energy. I like the comedy, I enjoy the steady stream of mini scenarios. This is very much up my street. What I have realized is that throughout this show is that I've become very smitten with rom-coms, which was not something I knew about myself before we did this show, because I did not watch a million different rom-com anime, but here we are. One of us. One of us. I mean, pretty much, but here we are. But like, what I feel like is now the fifth or sixth time me going, yeah, I'd read more of this rom-com. It's, yeah, it's it's good. Like, as, as has been alluded to, this isn't jaw-dropping art, but it's art that suits the format and suits the purpose and fits well with the narrative this is not epic plot progression this is not big time shonen lots of plot beats to discover lots of depth to mine and it's that's unlikely to ever come about the main six volumes but uh nails what it's about and it's just fun to read i just had a good time reading this it's it was draining but that was more because as mike said reading two whole volumes of four coma for the this show in one go and i had this with Maiden in Love, which is also another series, a good series I said I would buy if it ever got localized. But it was also draining to read all of those four comas back to back in one go for this show. But I mean, that's the other good, cool thing about this, which we didn't really get into. There's only eight volumes of this, so I'm assuming it's bowed out before it got stale. Probably introduced some more characters. And then in volume eight, hey, they're dating and or kissing. There you go. They kissed happily ever after and then probably did what the parents did and fucked. Fucked? Fucked. But yeah, so um, it's it's good. So would I read more? Absolutely. Would I buy more? Well, I'm holding volume one right here. So uh, that's a yes. That was the advantage of this episode being delayed. Uh, I actually got my physical copy of volume one. And I will Whoa. buy more when they're not stupidly priced. That is the one thing I will say. Amazon... The volumes that they do have physically available are all like 11 to 12 quid. And in the nicest way, this is smaller than a standard volume of manga. So no, I got volume one for about eight quid, which is about what I pay. But uh, yeah, I'm not paying 11, 12 quid. But if they drop under a tenner, then sure. Or if they come in any of our local shops, which uh, didn't have any of this much to my annoyance when I tried to find that a few days ago. But uh, yes, I will absolutely buy this. As for watching it. Yeah, it's four comas. Trying making the jump to anime is always a bit of a hit and miss because it's tricky to figure out if they're going to go for shorts, if they're going to stack them all together like Azumanga Dio did. Are they going to try and expand on things and do something a bit longer form? Bit of a crapshoot on how that'll turn out. But I'll probably at some point check out an episode or two to see if they did a good job of adapting it and then go from there to see if uh, I want to watch the whole thing or not. But bear in mind, I also have said I'm going to watch a whole bunch of animes on this show and have watched Sweet Fuck All because I am terrible at watching anime these days. 
I deliberately had to power through one series post SAO episode just so that SAO wasn't the last show I watched. Cleanse your palate. No, it was more just so I literally it would be like, "What was the last anime I watched?" Saw that online. No, I didn't. I don't want that on my record. So uh, (laughs) powered through another series. It's on my conscience. Yeah, powered through another series. (laughs) I I just, I almost like the way you phrase that. Like, didn't want that in my history. Like. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's it's forever on my permanent record that I've watched Sword Art Online. It was very much a case of, so if I don't watch more anime in the future, which knowing my current track record is entirely possible, I didn't end on SAO. But uh, yeah, it's uh, he's good. I like Tomo-chan. As I said, it, add it to all the other rom-coms like Fly Me to the Moon and Call of the Night and Nagatoro and probably some more. Yeah, I'm a uh, Oh no! When did this oh, happen? Man. Just wait until eventually I made you make you read like essential quintuplets, and you're like, "Oh no!" Nah, that, I'm, conf- I'm confident that's not going to happen. To be fair, so am I. But <laughs> breaking you down. Ah uh, dear. In that case, let's let's close out with good old Phil, because obviously you gave your predictions, but we now need to know what your thoughts are. So, would you buy this from Seven Seas? Would you watch the anime on your Crunchyroll that you do have? And would you recommend this to others? That's a whole lot of questions you've just asked. It is, in fact, the exact same three questions I always ask you. It, it is, in fact. And they all have the same answer. You always sound like you've been ambushed by these. I mean, that's on you. <laughs> like, how, how am I supposed to know these questions are coming? <laughs> Impossible to predict. But that answer is, yeah, I'd quite happily buy this. I, I enjoyed rereading this. I did, in fact, finish reading it when it was coming out. I would quite happily own it. I think when I was reading it originally, I would have bought it, but I don't think it was licensed. Would make sense as you tend to read things as they come, as they come out. In Japan. out. Yeah. yeah. I will probably check out the anime when it comes out because, hey, I have Crunchyroll. It costs me quite literally nothing to check something out so why not and yeah like if someone was looking for a rom-commy series i can think of worse series to make someone read and mike's qualms aside i i think it's generally a pretty good series i i i like the characters i think it we've all said characters are great the art's nice like it's nothing super duper amazing or anything but i would say it's some of the nicer art we've seen, particularly recently, without remembering what we've done recently. The fucking one. Uh, yes. Okay, yes, that was actually a few episodes back. But Blue Lock and Saint Young Men since then. I would say probably better than Saint Young Men, for sure. Better than Jesus, you heard it here better first. Than... I mean, what isn't better than Jesus? Let's be... Wow. Cover your ears, Mike. Heretics. You guys think you're, I'm more Christian than I am. I think nothing of the sort. <laughs> I feel like I've displayed other characteristics. I feel you're non-zero Christian, which is more Quite than Quite frankly, Mike, I'm surprised you call yourself Christian. I don't really anymore. <laughs> That's the weird thing. Oh, he calls himself Mike. I do call myself Mike sometimes. <laughs> but yes, you'd recommend this then. Yeah, like, good slice of life. I think he said it won an award description yeah 2016 next manga award for web manga i believe yeah 
but I've I've read a few web manga. We've done some on this show. Yes. Yeah. I think Maiden in Love, the Maiden Boy, was one. Would make sense, considering that was also a That was also a four-camera. I think Zaki started as one. Nagatoro started as one, right? Nagatoro probably started. Nagatoro, I think, started as a Pixiv comic, which, yes, comic, I suppose. Same difference, really. I mean, also, um, I believe we talked about this in the Nagatoro episode. I want to say it started as porn, but whatever. I think it's a po- I think the artist has done porn, but I don't think Nagatoro started as it started more extreme, but I don't think it started as porn. Depending on your definition of porn, I say. I mean, I'm gonna go with someone was jerking off. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, you would yeah. recommend this, right? Got yes. It. Great. Brilliant. And I mean, even Mike begrudgingly enjoyed it, and I feel that's if that's not a seal of approval for a slice of life bomb card. <laughs> Sure. It's like, it's the closest you're going to get, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> so. I, for one, look forward to the next Slice of Life oh, series I where Mike says nothing happens because the plot hasn't resolved. <laughs> and I look forward to reminding you once again that that's not what I'm saying at all. But it and really is. <laughs> you make your decision, listeners. Does Mike always want massive plot progression? Or does he appreciate the subtle nuances of comedy-focused series? I know what the correct answer is. Do you? No. But uh, if you do, if you do want more of Mike's convoluted confusion, where can they go, buddy? You're not far wrong these days. <laughs> I uh, you can find me at Twitch.tv/Brzekra, B-R-C-K-R-E-R for some video gaming, and you can find me at Twitter for my talking about video gaming mostly. Yes, uh, there is. There's uh, uh, obviously we're recording this in advance, but by this point, uh, if you're looking for some fun things to watch while you kill time until over the New Year period, there's going to be a lot of cool vods on Mike's channel of a lot of cool games. There's always a lot of cool vods of a lot of cool games. I mean, usually it's a lot of cool vods on like two specific games. Yeah, that's a lot. But the point is now you've got a host of games that you're playing on and that off at the true. moment. So like, that especially if you true. like Pokemon, lots of Pokemon stuff happening. Lots of that, yep. But uh, also Inscription and other, so many w- victories cashed in, so many fun little games you're going to get to check out. So go on over to twitch.tv slash I promise this year, highlights videos on Mike's YouTube as well. <laughs> so uh, youtube.com slash or however the fuck YouTube does it. It's in the show notes. I put it in the show notes. So uh, scroll down there and subscribe to Mike's YouTube channel because I promise highlight videos are coming. I just have to edit all of these fucking podcasts in 2022 first. So as soon as that's done, on to the highlights. But yes. It's fun to wait for people to do things, isn't it? I look, all right. I've got like 100 gig of your goddamn VODs. It's happening. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> hey. Stop, stop streaming Pokemon. You can't make me. No, that's the problem. I mean, in fact, he can. He has made you stop streaming. Currently, he's making you stream Shadow of the Colossus. That's not making him stop, though. No. It's making him stop streaming Pokemon. You didn't That's specify true. stop streaming. That's very true. Phil, it is time for your question. And what with this I being a series about uh, boys and girls uh, and girls acting like boys and a boy who looks as pretty as a girl... Uh, my question right. for you, right. would you ever wear a skirt? I uh, Sure. Final answer? I mean, 
if I had a reason to, in general, I wouldn't just be like, I'm going to wear a skirt today, but I, I would have no objection to wearing a skirt. Oh, there you go. Now you, I want to see fan art of a skirt. Get to it. You can follow me at Slazer King, where I am mourning uh, the end of service of Dragalia Lost. It was a fun four years. I will miss you, Mim and Yudin and all the other cool characters that I rolled for. Good times. Why, why must Gatchas die? But uh, there we go. Sad, but good, good memories. You can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast to be notified the moment new episodes go live and, uh, you know, highlight some fun stuff from our archives as well. God knows we've been doing this for now, closing in on three years at this point. So why not Why not delve into our archives and find an episode? As we've mentioned a whole ton in this one, if you like rom-coms or four comas from Maiden in Love with a Maiden Boy to Fly Me to the Moon to Call of the Night, where you can hear Mike say all of the things that we say mentioned in this episode over and over and oh, over. you could start with the first rom-com we did that's not no don't do that don't do that to yourselves which was episode one god there'll be a season <laughs> three of that at some point as well jesus christ i mean i didn't actually look at the anime chart for this season so if i load it up and i see rent a girlfriend season three now uh, i'm going to cry no not this season i don't think no well let's have a look quick look wrap this up i'll do this in double quick time oh nagatora is back there you go so you can yes. you can go listen to our nagatora episode Vinland Saga, obviously, well-received. Uh, Tokyo Revengers, very well-received. Bungo Straight Dogs is still going, blimey. Nia Automata is getting its anime. That'll be interesting. I think that's the dungeon, how to pick up girls in a dungeon, but it's yes, hard to tell Dan at this Machi. point. Dan Machi, the second yeah. core of the fourth season of SA title. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's happening. Trigun's back. Uh, Ayakashi Triangle, if you want to read the next thing by the, I believe, To Love Rue creator. There's a, and a whole bunch of Isekai, because of course, there's a whole bunch of Isekai. Isekai are infinite. Isekai are forever. Pretty much. Lots to check out. Like, not, not a banger-filled season like Full was. Like, you know, no Chainsaw Man, Spikes, Family, and all that stuff. But uh, plenty of cool stuff, including this Tomo-chan, to check out this season. Oh, you've got a... You got part two of Eminence and Shadow. Ugh. So what? Yeah, don't do that one. Just no, don't. You're better than that. How are you? You're listening to this? I still we covered it. We did. And Back we in episode three, two, three, sure. four. It wasn't two. It Early three. Early it was three. Three. I'm pretty sure it was three. Yeah. It was three first. It was three. Yes. And it was. Hey, credit for that. It was shit. So it was not good. It was. It was bad. It was very bad. Pretend, probably the worst this guy we've done. Probably. Maybe. I was about to say Reader of a Heal, but that's... Reader of a Heal is, te- is technically... Uh, it's not as good. It's, it's as good as this. It's... Put them all, just put it in the bit. Reincarnation time travel-y bullshit. Uh, it, the, the point is, you, you, take, oh, yeah. you take the series about the guy who wants to become a nuke and you, you put it in the bed. Where it belongs. <laughs> oh, 10 out of 10 line. No. <laughs> so forget to subscribe to the show on the spotify on the apple on the google on the stitcher on the tune in and then you can also like and follow and rate and tell a friend and review and all of that good stuff and then you can scroll down to the show notes to see links to our socials and mike's twitch and all of that fun stuff it's all down there but that is pretty much it so tell us phil with our anime tie-in done for the winter season, what is your first pick proper for the new year 2023? 
Oh man, going back to school. Wait, we were just there. We're staying in school. As we're gonna read Muno na Nana or Talentless Nana. Yes, yes we are. And I can tell you as we're recording these episodes, probably pretty close together. Jesus fucking Christ, you're gonna want to listen to that episode. So, um, it's, oh, it's, no. it's a series. So, yeah, join us, join us next time for that. We'll see you in a fortnight. Thank you very much for listening. Take care and goodbye.